Welcome to the Lindsay and Tony podcast, where we talk about spirituality, business, and life experiences. In this podcast, we're bringing our private conversations to you. We believe that it's through discussion, action, and reflection that true change occurs. Hello, and welcome to episode 125, The Three Ways to Release Imposter Syndrome. Before I introduce this episode, I just want to remind you that this coming Saturday, October 10th, my friend Melissa and I are having an online workshop all about intuition and shadow work. Heal yourself and heal others. So this is for those light workers out there, whether you're a psychic, a medium, yoga teacher, or a healer, this workshop is definitely for you. Okay, so now let's get back into this episode. I want you to think about a time where you felt inadequate inside of your profession or your life. You've had success after success after success, but it still lingers. There's a constant voice inside of you saying, who are you to do this? So if you've had that happen to you, this is definitely an episode that you want to listen to. We cannot wait for you to listen to the experiences that we've had and then also all the tips that we can give you on really moving through that time when you're experiencing that feeling of imposter syndrome. Hi guys, welcome back. We're so excited that you're here. Today's episode is all about how to release imposter syndrome. So this is definitely an important topic that we've been talking about. And it's been something that's come up because we actually just attended a really powerful seminar this weekend with Tony Robbins and Dean. And we heard all different speakers come to that virtual seminar, the World Summit. And didn't we hear some amazing stories about what they faced too? We did. And the thing is, when you go to seminars, either in person or online like this, what you'll notice with each speaker, what you'll notice with each leader in any corporation is if they're honest about it, they'll tell you, they still feel like an imposter at times. Even if you think of somebody that you look up to right now that's in your industry or just a celebrity or somebody that you really look up to and admire, if you ask them, they will say that they feel like an imposter at times. So this episode is not to like release imposter syndrome all the way because to me, the way I look at it is that little thing inside of you that gives you that little nudge of imposter syndrome, I think it's that spark that keeps us on our edge as well. So in this episode, we're going to share three things to help you manage imposter syndrome effectively enough to where you could actually keep taking the steps forward to where you're trying to go. Mm -hmm. And if you've never heard of that phrase imposter syndrome, it's really thinking that you're a fraud in whatever you do. And it comes back to lack of belief. And sometimes we do need that burst of energy to remind ourselves to continue to believe in ourselves. And one thing that I do with my mediumship mastery members, there are mediumship members in my group, we talk about different topics that come up or, or they have resources where there's different topics and research that connect to important themes. And imposter syndrome was a theme for one of the resources that I had in the group. And one of the things that I discovered was there was a study where it involved over 150 professional women and they all had earned PhDs and they had various recognition for academics and different things. And one of the things that they found was no matter what they had, whatever the label was and the title that they were recognized for, 
they always thought that either it was luck that they got into a program or they thought that maybe you know they looked they overlooked things that came up during their recognition so I thought that was pretty interesting that these people with these you know fancy titles that they're considered intelligent whether it's on standardized tests or whatever it was they were recognized by employees they still didn't have that internal feeling of validation and they kept on feeling like they weren't supposed to be there in the programs these women were highly successful people mm -hmm. and that's the paradox here is what i found and what i realized in the patterns of highly highly successful people is the more successful you become actually the more of an imposter you actually feel at times yeah you may feel that at different points and i think that but also if you do have that moment of feeling imposter syndrome it will there's different ways to handle it so you might reflect on it a different way than you would have when you first started out absolutely so let's get into the three ways that we actually release our imposter syndrome as we continue our journey into our mission what we're doing so way number one is if you're in a business right now you're working with people you're having imposter syndrome is to niche it down the more you niche down your ideal client the less of an imposter you'll actually feel. Mm -hmm. What does that actually mean? Do you want to explain a little bit more, Lindsay? Yeah, this is for business owners. So if you're feeling, just say that you are a health coach, okay? So a health coach could be pretty broad, but if you get really specific on who you want to work with, it could be um, age, females age 20 to 30, and the health coach deals with eating disorders you know, how to nourish people that have experienced eating disorders and how to teach them a new way to eat. So then you start to build up that belief like, oh, maybe you've had that experience with them before and you can focus in on that. When I first started in my entrepreneur journey, I'm, I was like a lot of people to where I'm like, I'm gonna use my gifts and my tools and resources to help everybody. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where a lot of us go wrong is we, we know, like me personally, I know that with my coaching, with what I know and what I could do, I can help anybody. I don't care if you're a celebrity, if you're a billionaire, I have skills that I can help. But what I realized in business is you have to do something that resonates with you in the moment right now. And what you're doing right now you probably won't be doing a year or two years from now in that specific niche. You could always continuous, continuously grow. I'll give you an example. So I niche mine down to the people that I'm working with one-on-one -on -one right now are empath entrepreneurs who are in transition from their full-time professional career into their full-time mission. And why am I doing that? Because that's what I've been doing for the last 10 years, really. I've been transitioning into my mission. And I'm working with these empath entrepreneurs on mindset development and energy management. Why? Because I became an expert by necessity on mindset development and energy management for an empath who's transitioning into full-time into their mission. I can remember when I first started as a teacher, I was scared out of my mind. I was shaking in the parking lot my first day as a full-time teacher. <laughs> I walked into the school, the nurse that was working there walked in to introduce herself and a couple of other people. And the nurse looked at me and she was this funny, outgoing um, person that was, she was like, are you okay? <laughs> right away, and I was like, oh my gosh, I don't even know what I look like right now. I probably look like a wreck. 
But the thing is, I kept on going. And over these last 10, 15 years of putting myself out there and aligning myself, and really the last five or 10 years, aligning myself into my mission, I've discovered all of the pains and I've discovered a lot of the solutions to the pains that I went through in my transition from um, you know, from what I was doing into my full-time mission. And I know for a fact, if I meet with that client, I could help them specifically with that problem. So the thing is with you is, what do you feel with your skills, with your gifts, to where it's no doubt in your mind that if that kind of customer came in to, your, to the room that you're in, whether it's virtual or in person, that you would have 100% confidence that you could solve that problem. And these are business skills. This is something that I had to learn because here's the thing. If you make it too broad, like I was doing, I'm gonna help everybody, you become overwhelmed and you don't take any action at all. Mm -hmm. So the thing that we want you to do, the mission of our podcast is to spark you into action, into your mission, into your purpose. And all it takes is one small step. I made a video yesterday for my private group talking about when I was playing basketball, how when you're playing basketball, if you want to get in the zone, if you want to get into the feeling of making the shot that you know that if you shoot a three-pointer, if you shoot it from anywhere on the court, you're going to make it, you want to start close. When you first get on that basketball court, you want to take, a, take shots from one foot away and get that feeling of making it, of success, of what harmony feels like. And then what I realize as I take that feeling of harmony and success from one foot away and then I put it into my whole game, in basketball, I'm in the zone, I'm in the flow. So that's my question for you is, what's that one foot shot that you could do right now that could help you get to niche down whatever you're doing and release imposter syndrome a little bit more? I like that example too. And I think it's something to think about. So if, if you're working in a certain area, pay attention to that and figure out, are you, are you being too broad in what you're doing? Are you really focusing in on those customers that you know you feel natural working with too? Awesome, so let's go to number two. Mm -hmm. Okay, so number two is write down every reason why you're qualified to be doing whatever is causing you to feel like an imposter. Yeah, this is an important piece and this is something that I talk to with my students, my business students for psychic mediumship and, and healers. It's important to figure out what steps have you taken to get to where you're at now. So for example, as mediums, write down how many hours you're practicing doing readings. So whether you're getting paid for your readings or you're practicing doing readings each week, have a notebook or get a piece of paper and track how much time and energy you're putting into that dedication with the spirit world and practicing. Second thing that you can do if you're a medium is to collect the testimonials. If you've already collected testimonials from readings or mentorship students, read those testimonials over and over again. Just Don't just keep them up on your website. Actually keep them in your brain and read them back to yourself and recognize that with that builds up the belief to help you when you start to think, oh my gosh, I feel like I'm not good enough or I feel like Am I really supposed to be doing this? All these emotions that can come up for you. 
Um, what's some other things that they could do? Well, another great thing is I got my notebook right here. And what I do with this is, like Lindsay was saying, we went to a three-day summit with Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi this weekend amongst like five, six other powerful speakers. Okay. And I took all these notes inside of this notebook. So what I do with this notebook every day too is I'm studying my courses that I'm specifically learning for my career, for my niche. I'm studying different personal development videos. I'm reading different books and I'm taking notes inside of this notebook. And the reason why I brought this up is because every time I look at this notebook, it's a reminder. And I got like probably 10 other notebooks filled up over the, from over the years in my room that I've saved. And they're reminders of all of the work, all of the specific work that I've been doing for the specific thing that's in my career, my mission right now. The one thing that causes me to feel like an imposter at times. So if you have your notebook full of all this wisdom and as a reminder that, hey, you are taking action, you have a lot of knowledge in that specific area that people need and you can solve a problem. Right, that's, I love that and it's true. He has a bunch of notebooks and, and I do too and I've been thinking, should I get rid of my notebooks because I want to kind of get rid of the clutter but energetically, whether you want to release it or not, having the notebooks, reading back through it is important. The other thing is, is writing down the list of classes that you have taken too. And if you find yourself looking at the time of investment and money and energy that you haven't put into it, then this is a reflection that, oh, I can do more. I should be doing more and taking ownership of that. If you've taken one mediumship class, and you have imposter syndrome, it would make sense, and if you haven't done any readings after that, it would make sense that you would feel that way because you know in your heart that you need to continue the practice. It's not like an overnight thing. We're constantly students. You know, we're, we're always going to be learning. So write down the classes, keep the notebooks, check over your notes, read over the testimonials. These are all important things. They are, and we are talking to the people that the people that usually listen to our podcast, they are people that are taking action, that are reading, yeah. that are doing these things. So we're specifically talking to you people when we're creating these episodes as well. But for those of you that maybe you feel like an imposter for a reason, maybe you're trying to teach how to make a million dollars online and you've never made a million dollars online. Well, you, you need to be honest with yourself. Are you trying to do something that you really Maybe you, if you're being honest, you could take it back a few steps and start smaller first and then build up to there that way. Mm -hmm. So I think that's another thing to ask too. So Definitely. then we could get all the way um, clear about that. Mm -hmm. So number three is continuous action. So continuous action towards your mission. Like we've been talking about mm -hmm. continuous action and reading continuous action and joining masterminds, like the one that we joined this weekend. Mm -hmm. Did that blow your mind this weekend? Oh my gosh. Did that release imposter syndrome, any it, that you had? There were so many things that took place for three days straight. Like I can't even put it into words. We're gonna have to do a whole nother episode at some point to say our takeaways that took place. So but I'm just kind of soaking in that energy right now of what we experienced. Absolutely. By listening, and it was all about other people's stories that People that you'd think could have given up after three years of almost going bankrupt. There was a, a woman that shared um, from It Makeup. She talked about how she was working for three years straight 
um, on her product, submitting the makeup to different companies, and everyone was saying no and turning her away. And now, how much did she sell her business for? $1.2 billion. Yeah. So it was pretty amazing to listen to all these stories, you know, and that's a big problem that she faced, but look at how it changed. So if there's something little that's going on for you, it makes you think differently. Or maybe you've kind of stayed stagnant and you're like, I need a change. I, I know that there is a new level. It's important to take these classes and invest the time, money, and energy. Investments in yourself and in your business are, it has to be. Like there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. If you wanna have a business, in order to up level, you do have to take some sort of action. Um, invest time, money, and energy. And if you don't think it's important and you put it off, then that's where the priorities are. So pay attention to that too. Right, so how many of you are introverts? I, am. I would consider my, and I, I think there's a spectrum on this. Yeah. Some of us, a lot of us are introverts, extroverted. I ask that because Trent Shelton, yeah. rehab time, the guy that you see all over Facebook and social media with these powerful, impactful videos, he was one of the speakers. Mm -hmm. He's an introvert. So for those of you that are introverts, there you go, that squashes that belief. You don't have to be an extrovert to be like Trent Shelton, to be one of those people that is putting your message out into the world. See, that energy came into me because I was in a mastermind surrounded by like-minded people that were going in the direction somewhat that I wanted to go. Mm -hmm. And I think that is an important part of continuous action is to continuously surround yourself with people. And that's why Lindsay and I offer our masterminds and our coaching and, which, and our courses. And which the mastermind will kind of, you guys are the first ones to know other than our old masterminders that were in there because we've been talking to them, but we're offering it in January. So if you're interested, send us a message and we can um, get you situated with that. But we're gonna put it out publicly outside of this podcast um, soon. So you're the first ones to know publicly. Right, and we, we did we just did one from May to August and it was unbelievable yes, energy that we was... were able to cre create and connect and the impact and it was just, so this will be our second version of this specific of type 90 of 90 day. day mastermind that's online and we are so excited because we learned so much this first time around and this first time around just inspired us even more to double down on this. Yeah, it's huge. So pay attention to that. Think about things that you can do right now and maybe share with us in the comments like what types of things that you want to do um, for that third. And read that again, the third one that we just said. Third one is continuous action. So yeah. continuous reading and getting in the masterminds and surrounding yourself with the people and doing the work that qualifies you to do what you're, you're pursuing. Yeah, so share with us if you could think of something, the next action step you'll be taking this week and we're your little accountability buddies in this moment because if you chat underneath, you're just putting it out there and setting the attention like this is what's happening. So um, is there anything else that we should cover before we go? Nothing else. That's a lot of information. You might have to re-watch this again. We love hearing from you guys. Thank you so much for your support. We noticed some of you asking about the YouTube channel. So most of you see this episode if you're watching it on video on Facebook. Some of you are listening on Podbean or iTunes, but we are on YouTube also. It's called Lindsay and Tony, that's the channel. So what we're trying to do is funnel everyone over there also. So press subscribe, hit the little bell button, and if you do that, I want you to comment underneath this episode and tell us that you did that, whether it's on Facebook or YouTube. But we want more people 
brought to different um, places of our podcast. Right, because right now it's we have a lot of listeners on Podbean and Facebook, and now we're directing, like Lindsay said, to YouTube. Because on YouTube, also you have a collection library to where it has right. all one hundred and what twenty five, twenty six episodes mm-hmm. that we've done, of valuable episodes, and some of them are interviews. One with Anita Morjani, another with Mavis um, Patilla, Mavis Patilla, and several other powerful interviews in there. Yeah, and we're going to be having more interviews come coming up too, which is exciting. Okay, see you guys next episode. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode as much as we did. If you liked it, leave a five-star review on iTunes. And remember, subscribe to our YouTube channel too. If you can think of anyone else that would love this episode, share it with them right now on social media or email. And remember, getting results is a process of learning, applying, and reflecting. Stay consistent and continue to grow every day.